The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 7th of November. In your Squiz today, a wrap-up of the Melbourne Cup, Mark Latham set to re-enter politics, voting is open for the US midterms, and the Thai Cave Boys movie deal. This is your Squiz today. Melbourne Cup Day has come and gone for another year, Claire, and whilst the weather threatened celebrations for a time, the race went on with English horse cross-counter taking out the win. The rain just looked incredible and was particularly cruel, I thought, particularly for us in New South Wales, watching it that are begging for some rain. So yeah, to see, see all of that fall down there. Uh, but yes, cross counter, uh, first English horse to win. They've been trying uh, and coming to the Melbourne Cup for a really long time. So that's quite an achievement. And in fact, um, Pommy horses came one, two, three. Karen McAvoy, who was the winning jockey, uh, he was uh, lamenting half-heartedly that he'll have to fulfil his promise to his family to buy them a new house, which is what he said he would do if he won. So <laughs> that's um, pretty good news for them. And, of course, you know, it's always great, isn't it, looking at all the galleries of the beautiful people and the yeah, people Yeah, a lot of who- galleries. Yeah, and sort of stopped living their best lives at about four o'clock. Life decisions weren't great after about four o'clock, you're right. <laughs> um, but it was sort of marred by a sad thing that happened in that one of the, the horses actually died in the cup. Definitely, yeah. The Cliffs of Mother, um, which was an Irish horse, uh, had to be put down on the track after sustaining a fractured right shoulder. They're the sort of injuries that horses just cannot recover from. And in fact, it's best just to leave them in position and um, euthanize them rather than even move them on the track because of, of the pain of that. So yeah, very, very sad. That happened at about the 600 meter mark. It was right in front of the whole crowd and the grandstand. Um, it was interesting, of course, to see the RSPCA, what they had to say. They, they, of course, ongoing concerns about the safety record in racing. Yeah, and the jockey Ryan Moore was uninjured, which is the real only good news to come out of that. Mm. Um, it seems Mark Latham might be about to announce a return to politics. He put a bit of a teaser out there yesterday on um, 2GB Radio. He was talking to Ben uh, Fordham and uh, all reports say, including a, a report in the Telegraph this morning saying that he's definitely going to be putting his hand up, but apparently some sort of announcement will be made on Alan Jones's program on 2GB this morning. And likely with One Nation? Yeah, likely with One Nation. That's certainly what they've been said, even though both of them have previously said that that's not happening. But, you know, it's a weird world, so let's wait and see. Uh, The US has has sort of finally appointed an ambassador to Australia. Who Who have we got? We've got a guy called Arthur B. Culverhouse. We haven't had an ambassador for a couple of years, but Culverhouse uh, is well regarded, was looking at some reports certainly from more democratic aligned um, spokespeople yesterday saying that he was a, a very good guy, that he has very strong ties back into the White House. He has been involved in the selection processes for the Republican um, presidential campaigns to pick uh, who would be vice president. And he was one of the people who um, were involved in picking Sarah Palin to run with John McCain back in the day. Um, he also worked in the White House for Ronald Reagan. So there you go. So whilst we're talking about the US, voting's opened for the midterm elections. Any trends so far or wait until tomorrow? 
No, um, I mean, lots of people talking about a big, yeah. strong turnout, lots of people voting apparently, which is reasonably unusual for midterms. Yeah, Californian polls close at about 3 p.m. Eastern time uh, in Australia, daylight savings time. So um, no doubt the results will start to trickle in around then. Around then. Um, the Thai cave boys, their coach, and the Aussie cave diving doctors have almost finalised a movie and book deal. Was in, I guess, the the wanting, wasn't it? It was only a matter of time to find out exactly how that would go down. I've seen a, a couple of different numbers around what that actually means. And so the doctors, the Aussie doctors, Richard Harris and Craig Challen, apparently will receive about a million bucks each for their uh, contribution to a movie. Uh, mm. Book deal is a whole other thing. Uh, but that the Thai cave boys, the wild boars team uh, and their coach would probably have to share about two million dollars us to um to go around them so i'm kind of i don't know i'm kind of i don't know what the going rate is i don't know what the going rate is like no one's offered offered me anything for my life stories i'm not quite sure but as a side point um challen and harris have both been nominated for australian of the year in the last week or so so yeah they they go head to head for that award and I, I'm jumping around a bit, sorry, but um, also just to note that the Reserve Bank kept interest rates on hold at 1.5% yesterday. Yep, not a lot to add to that. That's not a lot exactly to add to right. that, but yep. good to know. Yeah. Um, surely the subject line is, it's Kiwi. Yeah, it could have been a contender this morning, the Air New Zealand ad. Um, well, it's not an ad, it's their safety video um, with uh, Ricky Baker, who is, of course, from Hunt for the World of People. Um, that's Julian Dennison is his regular name. Uh, their link to that is in the in the email. But no, I've They've um, had a bit chosen, of fun with it. It's worth they, a look. They have. I've chosen, um, of course, a lyric, if you can call it that, from Amazing Grace, and that has to do with Aretha Franklin, oh. who uh, apparently put down a whole bunch of footage for uh, filmmaker Sidney Pollack back in the 70s, and it was to always to be released as a um, concert documentary, but legal wrangling has kept it off the cinema screens and... Um, Post her death and with agreement with her estate, that's going to be released in the coming week. And it's called Amazing Grace. There yeah. you go. So practical today, Claire. <laughs> you know me. Uh, three Minute Squiz is in the email. It's Wednesday, so it's Three Minute Squiz Day. Brooke Cordy is a business journalist and current co-host of TV and digital channel Your Money. She's a Squiz podcaster. So she's probably listening. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Thank you for that. And, um, yeah, I trundle in most Thursdays to go and have a chat to Brooke. So I'll be seeing her tomorrow. I'll be seven o'clock your money if you want to hear Claire on the telly. (laughs) I'll be asking her a little bit more about her ice skating. Yes. She's, she's learning to, to figure skate. Good on her. That's really cool. I'm all about new hobbies. Jump into the Squeeze Today email. If you read it every day this week, we've got $100 to spend at Woolworths to give away to someone. Thanks so much for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast, and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. 
A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.